It's Randalicious. Welcome to the SEO Rand. I am your host, Morty Overseen. You might know me better as Wix's head of SEO branding. But I'll remind you that this podcast has nothing to do with that. This is pure unofficial Morty Magic and Morty Media. Where can you find the SEO Rand? You're already listening. Mission accomplished. Thank you, George Bush. Um, well, I guess you can find it at the SEORant.com, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, wherever great, mediocre, and terrible podcasts are found. I shouldn't need to tell you that because you should, it's 2022, you should know where to find a podcast. And if you don't, Lord have mercy on your soul. Anyway, for, um, oh, when does the SEORant come out? I'm such a great host. It comes out typically on Thursdays, not my full-time job, my part-time job, not my quarter of a time job. So if I don't have time, I don't do a podcast. So it does make sense to subscribe so you get notified. When a new episode comes out for your listening pleasure today, she's a tech SEO trainee at FCDC who is working under the tutelage of the Alita Solis, which is amazing. We're going to talk about that in a second. She is Deborah Ojewale. How are you? Oh, I'm fine, Modi. Thanks for having me here. Thank you so much. Of course. First off, amazing. You're working with Alita. That's awesome. I love Alita. Everyone loves Alita. Who doesn't love Alita? (laughs) If you don't love Alita, I'm coming after you. That's like so weird. Yeah, it's so weird. <laughs> Super weird. <laughs> but let's, I mean, can you tell me a little bit? I know this is Chima's project. Can you tell us more about what you guys are doing over there, how it's worked, what you've done with Alita, and just, you know, plug away the whole program because it's amazing and awesome. Okay. Like you said, Chima is really doing a great job. She is, if there's another word to use to express that, she is doing that. And through that initiative, that's how I got the opportunity to meet Alida. And talking about Alida alone, it's, it's, it's an ebook entirely for my experience because we were taught from the basics of SEO. I can remember how we all started uh, the journey. It was very, um, confusing we didn't know how it was a lot of confusions in our minds but the first class second class till now we've been you would have seen on twitter how we've been celebrating our wins answering questions so it has been great having a leader as a teacher through chima so it's awesome it's really amazing. It's a really great, pro- and it's really nice and amazing to see all the, the public sharing and public success of everything that's going on there. If you haven't seen this, um, folks, if you're listening, go on Twitter, look under Chima's account. I'll link to it in the show notes. Look at it, support it, retweet, amplify it. The things that are going on there are, are amazing. And what I love about this particular podcast, not to plug myself, is that we get fresh perspectives from fresh SEOs. So... Today, we're talking about preventing new SEOs from keyword research pitfalls from someone who is very much relevant to this topic. So when talking about preventing new SEOs from these pitfalls, what do you mean by that? Or what are some of these pitfalls that you're referring to? All right. Thank you, Modi. Um, There's this perspective about new SEOs, and it's a fact. You can't even try to choose whether to do it or not. And that is having a good website where you can practice, where you can learn, experiment, what you are actually learning in SEO. So it's a fact. Now, considering that there is a problem that always arises about having a website, I'm new to SEO, how do I go about it? It's a general problem. Personally, it was a problem for me. And I'm glad I, I, I was able to overcome it. And in my space, I've seen 
several um, beginners like me asking questions about that. I'm planning to have a website. What do I do? How do I target that? With that, I noticed that there is a common issue that every beginner needs to try to avoid in order to get answers, in order to know where you are going, how to do it, who you are doing it for. So once those common pitfalls are addressed, then you are on, on a good journey. So that is why I want to talk about preventing new SEOs from keyword research pitfalls. Amazing, and it is such a problem. I will tell you flat off, straight off, I don't know the right expression is. So it's one of the pain points with Wix users, right? So you have someone who's, let's say they're, 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 they own their own business, they're a self-creator, they're a, a big company, whatever it is that they're trying to do and they're setting up their website. And one of the things that we have in the in the dashboard is a, a way to like choose a focus keyword or keyword so that you can get started like optimizing the basics for your site. We'll tell you, hey, make sure you have the keyword in the H1, but we can't tell you what keyword until you choose the keyword. And inevitably what happens is people just don't know how to go about choosing that right focus for their website, which if you're listening to this and you're working on a Wix site, by the time this episode comes out, you probably have some new tools to help you around that. I know that marketers got to mark. I got to plug that. So I, I'm telling like, if you're listening to this endeavor, it's I, I feel you on this. It is a major pain point for people. So where do you recommend they get started doing this then? All right. Um, the first thing is identifying. I would love to talk about the pitfalls. Initially. Yes. One of the pitfalls is um, the ignorance of the brand's purpose. Fine. You are a new SEO you should, okay, you are trying to portray a new brand. It might not even be relevant to the SEO topic as a whole. It might be something different, but you have to understand your brand because you are into search engine optimization, which is allowing search engines to understand your content before bringing it to where the users, I mean humans are. So you need to understand your brand's purpose you should know, okay, what am I doing? Who am I doing it for? Am I, um, let's say I'm an SEO content writer. Fine, you're an SEO content writer. So who, who is your target audience? Your specific audience? Okay, is it for tech companies? Is it for, um, for e-commerce? You need to clarify that. You need to know who you are targeting. Then you can start having ideas because at the point where you are and you are thinking of, what do I present on my website? I know that content is important in SEO. Even Google said that content is important. They are, they are um, inseparable. You can't separate content from SEO. Even when you fulfill the technical standing point, you still need to have content. So thinking about what to offer on your website might be a problem. But once you understand your brand, you know what you are you are the, the problem you are solving, you know, the solution you are offering to who specifically. And during this process, I would advise that um, you, I have a process that I call uh, brainstorming. Brainstorming, you have to, you have to sit now, you just have to face that reality that this is my planning stage. So the first pitfall I said is ignorance of the brand's purpose. Another one is ignorance of search engines requirements. Generally, we know that Google is the number one, um, is the largest um, search engine in the market that everyone knows. So if 
you are trying to have a website and the search engine will actually come to crawl, to understand the page. You need to understand what the particular search engine requires of you. At least that will also assist your thinking process, your brainstorming process. For example, Google said it that you, you need to have valuable content, even than other sites in the market or in the industry. So you should know that, okay, I'm presenting my website to um, Google and Google said I should have a valuable content. That would make you to think far out of the box. I'm a content writer. That means whatsoever content I'm presenting on that website, it should even be more valuable than every other um, website even with even high domain authority. So that will help your thinking idea. So that second pitfall. Yeah, and uh, on that point, you know, I think sometimes you get hung up with, um, you know, okay, I need to make it more valuable than whatever else is out there. How do I do that? My best advice to you is don't think about necessarily how to make it more valuable, how to make it different valuable, how to make it unique. So if company, if company A is doing X, I don't know any way of doing X better. Okay, so maybe do X 2.0 some kind of way to differentiate yourself. You don't always think I have like, yeah, I need to make it better necessarily, but you can mm -hmm. also be better is, is lateral. It could also mean different, right? Something unique about what I do. And that goes back to your first point. And I a million percent agree with you. The pitfall yes. that a lot of SEOs run into is they don't think about what the brand is or what the brand identity is. I did a webinar with Crystal Carter about setting up your homepage. And the whole point I had about homepages is, it's where you set up identity on your on your website for the entire domain. Front is just a homepage for all of the pages. The homepage is the agent of your website. It's representative yes. of your website. So if you don't set up identity on yeah. that homepage, Google has no one to, or, or, or has a hard time understanding who you are and where you exist, meaning where you're relevant, where you're not relevant. So and the only way to do that is to understand the brand and the identity around the brand. There's no other way to set that up otherwise. How do you set up identity without understanding what the brand is doing, what they're all about? And once you once you do that, well, now you're able to think, you know, this brand, I've already thought into it. I've already created identity on the homepage, or at least a framework. How do I differentiate it? How do I make it better than what else is out there? And don't just think, okay, doing what they did, but better, but doing what they did, meaning what the other websites out there did, but a little bit different. So yeah, great yes. points. Yes, 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 yes. Thank you for that. Um, Any other pitfalls? Um, okay, the last pitfall that I think, based on my experience, is lack of in-depth analysis. Lack of, and talking about lack of in-depth analysis, that still um, drops down to the research or the brainstorming path. A lot of um, beginners, when when they are on the journey of keyword research or identifying what your website should portray, most of us will quickly run to using SEO tools. And I think it shouldn't start from there. You should start with you identifying what you want to do, do an in-depth analysis. After the brainstorming, then you can start. Of course, you will still need to engage with the SERP, Along, alongside your journey, once you are um, convinced that, okay, this is what I'm going for, then going after the SEO tools will help you to generate insights and metrics that you need in that line. 
I totally agree with that. It's a million percent agree with that. I had a podcast interview with Ori Zilberstein way back when. I think it was like the second or third episode of this podcast talking about all the shiny graphs and things that SEO tools have. And sometimes they're really useful and sometimes they're not. For example, the fact that we're calling this keyword research, I don't know, to me, it's not keyword research. You're setting it's 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 site identity research or or topic research or or branding research, whatever you want to call it. It's how you position and portray your website. It's not keyword research. Yeah, okay. Once you've done that, which is way down the line, in my opinion. So yeah, you can start like you know splitting hairs about going after this keyword versus going after that keyword. But you ask me when you would give me a website, especially a new website. I don't need a keyword research tool to tell me what to write about. I know here's what the product does. Here's what they're selling. Here's what the website does, whatever it is. Here's who they're, well, here's what their audience is. And once I know that, okay, well, here's 20 different topics that we need to cover off the bat. I don't need a tool to tell me any of that unless I don't know the niche, unless I don't know the brand, which I love this goes back to your first point. But if you know the brand, then do you really need the keyword research tool to tell you the main things you should be writing about and the main pages you have constructed on your website? Oh, it's rhetorical, right? I don't think, I mean, <laughs> I don't think you really need a tool to tell you that, but for some reason, SEOs initially, especially new SEOs rely, overly rely on tools. So I'm really happy you brought that up. I, a question for you. As someone who was coming into the industry and, and getting to understand, you know, keyword research and the different ways of doing keyword research, did you have like this urge to rely on the tool and did you have to like fight that urge or you were like, no, 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 like this is not the way to go with the tools? All right. From a standing point of a newbie entirely, you are setting up a new website. You don't have any content. I wouldn't advise starting with a, a, um, an SEO tool because that is, it might lead to confusion based on my experience. You, the first thing is understanding your brand, as you said. You need to understand who you are targeting, your audience, what do they want, what is their pain point, and how are you positioning yourself to offer solution to their problem. With this like I said, the brainstorming aspect is, it's a project. I call it a project because for a new website, it can be time consuming and it can be stressful. This is a new project entirely. You are just entering the market and it's difficult. Looking at, my, at what I've understood about SEO as a whole, SEO processes start with um, in-depth questions and answers. You, in, in your planning process, there are a lot of questions and answers that you need to clarify to define your goals. So if you are launching out as a new website, you shouldn't start with a, an SEO tool per se. You should start with adequate planning. And in that plan, that is where you do your brainstorming, where you clarify goals. Once you are able to clarify the goals, then you can know the resources that you need, the support that you need to execute your plans. I guess I think that is very, very important. Once you are able to get to that level, then you can start engaging with SEO tools in terms of metrics and more ideas. So at what point did the SEO, well, let me ask you, have the SEO tools been helpful to you at all along the way or like, meh, which I'm okay with. You say meh, I'm okay with that answer. But like personally, 
Oh, for me, yes, SEO tool is important, but we should know when to use them. They are like an anchor and help to, um, to achieving whatsoever task we have at hand. For example, I, I love SEMrush because when I was, <laughs> I love SEMrush for anything SEO, especially the keyword research. I also use it for my site audits. But when it comes to the keyword research, you can always check the organic traffic. You can do, um, you can use the magic tools to understand how to generate more ideas about your, your content. I believe that after the brainstorming, you should have buckets of words that you have in mind already. So basically you've moved from zero level to uh, a clarity position where you now have even bunch of keywords that you might even need to start filtering based on relevance and choice. So using SEO tools like SEMrush, by plugging in each of those keywords that you have already, you will start getting more ideas. And also as a new website, you will need metrics such as the keyword difficulty. You need to know, okay, for my new website, no backlinks, no domain authority you need that will assist you to know um basically for me i always go for keyword density between 0 to 30 but thank god samrush will even give you more details like easy difficult yeah. medium so you should know and you would also know what you need you might need referring backlinks for a new website i i know that it's another work for me so i try to avoid that a bit so I will stay with the one with unique and quality content. So that shouldn't be difficult for me to do. Right. That is why I love the um, um, SEO tools. And, and that's exactly where, if you are a new site, the way to, the, but, you know, this idea of domain authority, I'm not talking about the Moz metric, that's something completely different. I'm talking about the idea, let's rephrase that. Uh, you're talking about, you know, site authority, meaning you're trying to show Google that you're a relevant authoritative, you know, player within this niche. The only way to start that is by starting off slow. Like if you're in the, I don't know, medical space, you're not going to start ranking for heart attack off the bat. You need to start <laughs> off with, you know, longer tail things. You know, I know, I don't know, heart attack prevention for people who are over 50 that eat spinach on Tuesdays. I'm just a terrible example. But <laughs> the idea is you build up over time and then eventually you have that authority that, that, you know, I don't know the, the right word, that, you know, that swagger of saying, hey, Google, rank me for this keyword now and a really difficult one. But I agree with you the way mm -hmm. I use uh, um, the keyword research tools. By the way, the best keyword research tool, in my opinion, inside of SEMrush is the, um, the topic research tools in the content marketing section. It breaks down a whole topic and all the questions that go around the topic, gives you a whole mind map. Yes. And then you can break. So I'll give you a case. Like I was trying to write, I didn't actually wrote it, um, but, you know, how to do podcasting basically. And one of the things I want, I, so I went to the topic research tool. It's like, okay, what's it? I know because I podcast what's included, but maybe there are things that are topically relevant to podcasting. I just didn't think of. So one of the things I didn't realize yeah. is that the most, I guess, relevant piece of equipment that people are dying to know about is the mic, yeah. right? People just want to, everything they want to know about the mic. Right? I would have thought it were in the editor. Fine. I could just my mistake. Um, the editing software that is. So what I did was what I when I ran it through the keyword magic tool and all the other um, 
um, Kiro Research Tools out of SEMrush was I realized, and this is where I think that they hold tremendous value, is that if I would have focused on best podcast, Mike, I would have been limiting my one, what I could write about, and two, the audience that I could get, garner. What people are actually yeah. looking for is best USB mic. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize yeah. that because I actually don't like when I started podcasting, I actually didn't use a USB mic. I used a totally different kind of mic. Like I had a whole like, you know, fancy setup. I actually don't do that. I actually do use a USB mic at this point. Uh, well, sort of, kind of. But I, my mind naturally didn't go to USB mic. The keyword research tool helped me focus in and, you know, split those hairs that do matter. In this case, focus on the USB mic, not on best podcast mic. You can have a wider audience that way. You know what? That made a lot of sense. And I think that's where the keyword research tools have a tremendous amount of value and helping you refine those ideas that you've already refined, but refining them to like that next level. Yes. And that's just, yes. but that's just all I'm going to say about that. I'm not, I'm, we're not here to plug keyword research tools. Sorry, Sam Rush, even though you pay me, but <laughs> it's not what this podcast is. So, okay. We're, we're at the point where I'm going to lose my audience. They're going to leave because they only stay for like 20 minutes or so. I know you. I'm watching you. I see what you're doing with the podcast. <laughs> Where can people find you? Okay. Um, Twitter, LinkedIn. Yes, those are the most active places awesome. I am right now. What's your handle on Twitter? Which, of course, I'll link to in the show notes. Okay. Um, Deborah Dam 20 at Deborah Dam 20. Awesome, which we will link to in the show notes. So check that out. Give a follow, say hi, you know, <laughs> inter- do that whole Twitter thing y'all do, which I guess I do, although increasingly less so these days. I don't know why. Anyway, thank you so much for coming on. This was amazing. I First off, you are a great, I'll say this publicly so everyone can hear, you are a great interview. You should be doing more of these. And if you're listening to this and you host a podcast, they should have you on. Thank you for that. My pleasure. To my audience, the SEO Rant comes out on Thursdays. Typically, keep an eye out for us. Subscribe wherever you consume your podcast. Thank you again so much for coming on. And to everyone else, toodles.